Shachtan, an Indo Askelige. Time in Mon Iruk the Yen of Chacht Erachor, Agasuligum, a Machan Shaw, Gurfeder Echor, Inuik Kart, Len of Winterfein. Skilti, Fis, Turmi. Tashe Dochretche, Nach Vetok, Ara, Igornamion, and Kestian Echo. Vien Talam again Omgrev, Orkar Nrachtum. Find us on all the usual podcast platforms. Remember, you can stay up to date on the latest news with the Irish Independent WhatsApp channel. Hello and you're very welcome to The Big Tech Show with me, Adrian Weckler, the tech editor of the Irish and Sunny Independent. This week, by popular demand, we're doing a show on how to look and sound good on Zoom or uh, video conferencing or uh, whatever you do when you're stuck at home. And I'm joined by two people who will know a thing or two about this. Bob Kahn is one of one half of the duo that runs uh, what's I think is probably Ireland's top independent camera and audiovisual shop, Kahn's Cameras. Bob, you're welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much. And also by Claire Cullen, a former colleague, well-known journalist, even better known online content creator now, who's uh, uh, has is part of the Tri Channel, is creator of hashtag Airbnb, hashtag Irish bucket list, and about nine other things. <laughs> For Claire. legal reasons, I just have to say it's era being era. <laughs> Era, I know, E-I-O-R-E. <laughs> yeah. I can't keep up. I was just, we were chatting beforehand. You're, you've, you've, you've done so many things since I worked with you a few years ago um, in the Indo. Harry, yeah, keep busy, keep busy. <laughs> keep busy, yeah. Now, across all your social channels, C-L-I-S-A-R-E. That's the one. If and thanks for having for me. I'm delighted. Yeah, listen, this is going to be great. So look, I'll, I'll get right into it. So I think anybody who's watching us will agree we all look great. We all look fantastic on this uh, Zoom podcast, and that's because we're using kind of decent gear. And it's a question that comes up um, an awful lot. And uh, so I'm going to go jump jump right into the visual aspects of what we're doing right now. We're on a Zoom call at the moment. Um, now, you can use any kind of a webcam. You can use uh, Logitech is probably the biggest brand out there. C920 does well. C922, they, they'll run you about 100 uh, quid. And um, Bob, the setup that I have at the moment right now, I've actually plugged in my Canon EOS or P camera into the laptop, directly into the laptop, with yeah. a nice um, kind of expensive lens that I bought off you guys actually a few years ago. Um, a, <laughs> a, um, it's a 24 to 7, sorry, it's a 20, it's a 16 to 35 f2.8. And that's why anyone who's watching, you'll see, I've got this depth of field in the background here, this blur. You look pretty decent there as well. Um, what, yeah, what, what are you I'm, what are you using? I'm using an EOS as well, um, okay. but not as good as your one. Okay. Um, but <laughs> it's my wife, so I stole it off her. She teaches yoga and Pilates, so she does a lot of her classes online now as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, the only thing I'd have that probably you don't have as a light. Right. You're using natural light. I am. I, I and we're, we're, and we're, we're, we're going to get to that now, and we're going to get to lighting in, in, in a minute. So you're using a Canon camera. Now, when you did that, did you use, because there's a couple of ways you can connect that. Mm-hmm. You can, 
use Canon's own software, which is free, which is a webcam utility, which anybody yeah. who has a, a Canon camera, by the way, also a, a Nikon or a Sony camera, they have their own versions. Yeah. And Fujifilm and Panasonic, they all have their own Correct. free software. Um, or you can get something ca- called an Elgato Cam Link, which is a little dongle, which plugs into your laptop and your camera lead goes into the backside. Or you can, like an idiot, do what I did and spend 250 quid on a piece of software called Ecamm Live, oh, which yeah. is really which is really for streaming. Claire, have you ever heard of that, Ecamm Live? It's really for streaming over Twitch, and it's one of about 100 different products out there that lets you kind of live stream across uh, across. Yeah, I don't platforms. know if I've heard of that one, but I've definitely mm. heard of various different ones. I use OBS, but yeah. Okay, yeah. But uh, yeah, I think that's what, because I'm actually not using, would you believe, the YouTuber. I'm not using a camera <laughs> um, plugged into my computer. I'm actually just using one of the Trust HD webcams, uh, okay. 1080p webcam. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really affordable. I think it was about a hundred euro or something like that. It was really mm-hmm. affordable. It might have been even less. It was a really affordable camera, and it's really it's just a plug and play USB webcam. Mm-hmm. And I find it's just really handy because I think I was originally. I'm you know it's really interesting to hear that now Canon have that software that you mm-hmm. can just install and and it's kind of it's almost plug and play. But um, I remember a couple of years ago you kind of had to do this. You had to download software that wasn't really approved and it was kind of like jailbreaking your iPhone and I remember being like oh I'm way too scared that I'm going to break my camera because obviously my camera is my income and I yeah. just didn't want to put it at risk so I yeah ended up using webcams and this one's really good and the only thing it can't do is the lovely background blur that you two have gone on <laughs> well, and that's because now Bob you'll you'll uh, give me the proper uh, lowdown on that but that's my understanding is that's because the camera that I'm using and to a lesser extent the cameras you're using they've got bigger sensors so they can just and, and the, the yeah, lenses yeah. on them are slightly bigger so they can just control that depth of field is that right yeah well well there, there's a couple of things like the one the reason the picture is so crystal is because the sensor is so much bigger yeah um, and then um, with the lenses, obviously, you can affect the depth of field. Um, mm. You can also do that with focal length and the positioning of the camera. So believe it or not, the le- I, the, I'm just using the bog standard kit lens mm. on, 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 a, on a Canon EOS. Um, but just with the, it depends on the distance behind you yeah. and, and the focal length you set it at. So, but even at that, you can get a 50 millimeter lens, 1.8 for very reasonable money to give you a read. Yeah, it's like 150 quid or 100, yeah. yeah, 130 quid. Yeah, because your your picture here, and f- f- uh, forgive us for anybody who's listening to this and not watching it, we will try and illustrate with words what we're talking about. But uh, Bob, your picture, you still have that nice, quite a nice little depth of field there behind yeah. you, which in what you were just saying there means that you're a fair distance away from the wall behind you. Well, the, the, dis- the wall behind me is a reasonable distance back. Yeah, yeah if yeah. it was closer, it wouldn't, it wouldn't blur as much. So it's just, I actually meant to bring home a wide aperture lens with me last night and I forgot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I had to improvise. Adrian. Yeah. Well, the the thing is, I mean, like over about a seven or eight year period, I spent a small fortune on cameras and camera gear, uh, a, a good chunk of which was was with yourselves. And actually it gets a point like with the 5K limit, the 10K limit, um, there's not that much that I can do with cameras. And you'll tell me I'm very lazy, you know, that I should be out, you know, doing stuff. Claire, you'll tell me that I should be, you know, making YouTube videos or creating <laughs> value for the independent uh, that way. But But I haven't really done an awful lot so but this is one final way i'm getting a little bit of payback from the money that i spent on those lenses you know 
Um, so anyway, he said smugly. But um, <laughs> so I, I mentioned there that you can get this free software from Canon, Nikon, Sony, Fujifilm, and uh, Panasonic. Uh, you can get it from the cam link, which is about 160 quid, uh, or you can be a total mug and go for Ecamm Live uh, like I did. But positioning. So all of us are pretty well, like the camera is looking at us flush face on. And that's because yeah. we've all copped on that nobody wants to see the inside of our noses, right? Yeah. Quite often people yeah. have it. It's, it's the laptop screen and they have it angled back. And it's mm. looking up at them, and or it's you know where they've positioned the laptop, and it's not particularly flattering. Yeah, and yeah. it's it's amazing that just the angle change can make a big difference. You know, briefly, I was using actually a Zoom. Um, I think they're called X Eight, um, where it's Zoom made this cam not not Zoom the the program that we all use now. Previously, mm -hmm. the Zoom the audio. Uh, company made a camera that like you could plug microphones directly into and you could actually use that yeah. as a webcam just with plug and play um, mm. and I was using it for a while and I found that um, I like like looking directly into the camera so where it's when mm -hmm. it's kind of when I've been recording podcasts and so I have a video podcast and when I've been recording them with the camera slightly off to the side and looking at me looking at a screen it's not hugely engaging I don't think then when I'm right. editing the footage later for the viewer because I'm like not looking at them mm -hmm. so I quite like I do think the best placement is like directly in front of you and even though you're looking at the screen so your eyeline is slightly lower you're still face on yep to the people yeah. who are watching you I do think it's the best Absolutely. best place well I mean so I'm going to show you right right here uh, what my setup is okay <laughs> so you can see right here anyone who can see this I am using combination of cardboard boxes books okay uh, laptop my notes, and then a camera perched right on top of it. But that's the only way, really, that I can comfortably. Obviously, Bobby, you'll tell me you should be calling into your shop and getting, you know, some proper kit. But it works, <laughs> you know. Well, I have my camera on a tripod, but my laptop is on some kind of cushiony thing mm. that, I, that I took from the living room. So it's it's exactly similar position. The camera is literally just yeah over the top of the laptop screen, and um, not obviously seeing the screen, just just out of shot. Yeah. The best uh, example I have of that was I remember being in Germany a couple of years ago and the, uh, the the Apple tax ruling case had just come down. And I was writing about a lot about that at the time. And Sky News called me. They wanted to do a TV link. But I was in this hotel uh, in Germany and they insisted that the laptop camera, which is all I had with me at the, at the time, was at eye level. So I ended up, I have a picture of it somewhere. I tweeted a picture of it somewhere. I ended up stacking furniture on top of each other with about nine cushions with the laptop precariously perched at the very, very top. Um, and, and it worked perfectly. Or perfectly for about two minutes, um, which, is all, which is all you really need. Um, now, you mentioned lighting there, Bob. Yeah. Um, so this is, I think, an area that catches a lot of people out, isn't it? Yeah, well, well, the reason I have a light on here is the room I'm in has two big roof lights and mm. the sun is in and out. Mm. It, it, like ideally, if you won't see a window, everything's controlled, everything's lit. Mm. And the problem with, with you know, uh, ambient light is it can vary. Um, mm. Now, you can kind of do things with the camera on that, but um, here the camera's kind of getting tricked uh, because I have a big window to the left of me. Um, and then these big roof lights and, and if it's the sun comes in and then something goes out, it, it goes all over the place. Yep. So I kind of controlled it manually and then set a light on. So you, mm. you might see the background getting darker and brighter, but 
I should mm. largely remain constant. But it makes a big difference. It makes you pop as well. The colors. Yeah. Yeah. What what do you use, Claire? This is this must be very important to you. Yeah. So um I because I would live stream here as well and shoot podcasts and stuff like that. And so what I have is I actually have a three-point lighting setup. So I've got two lights. Uh, so my desk is like pulled out from the wall. Yeah. And then on each side, I have a light like aimed at my face. Mm-hmm. And then behind me here, I'm uh-huh. sorry to the audio listeners, Go but on. I'm pointing to a light behind me that is like shooting up kind of on at the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that sort of helps me. It's a bit of depth then between me and the wall behind me. So it's kind of feels a bit more 3D, I suppose, is the way to put it. Um, yeah. And then I have my tripod then just kind of behind the desk as well and sort of um, to the side. But I do have a big window to my right hand side in the room that I'm in currently. Um, and if mm. I need a bit more control over the light, I would just close those curtains. Right. Sometimes I tend to shoot a bit later in the afternoon because I have that bit more control. Then it's just mm-hmm. the lights and, you know, I don't have to worry about a change in daylight or anything. And the same as Bob, I have the the room lights turned off because they're too yellow. Right. And so like for the visual listeners, watchers, uh, if I was to like turn off, you know, one of the lights there, you would immediately see the difference. And it's not, I suppose it's not huge, but it is like, it is noticeable between oh, yeah. on and off. It's completely noticeable. Big difference there, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, Bob, as you observed there, I'm sitting with a window directly in front of me, and that's yeah. why my face is pretty well lit. The back is not necessarily well lit. Obviously, where you're caught out there is at win- winter time or or very early mornings, uh, late evenings, because there is no natural light coming in. Mm. So what I did was. I, this probably isn't the best solution, but it actually does work for me. I went and I bought a ring light, you know, one of those <laughs> beauty bloggers, um, yeah. women ring lights. Um, I think it cost me, I, cause I was kind of desperate to get one uh, one evening. So I, I think I got one in Argos, maybe 80 quid or something like that. But it's it it, it pretty much does the business. Oh, and yeah. then I, I will perch that just sort of above uh, my head behind the camera. You can't see it now. Mm-hmm. It's not on at the moment, but it actually works. That actually works fine. Yeah. Yeah, I've used ring lights in the past. I think I have moved away from ring lights just because I prefer the slightly softer, uh, soft box, soft box lights. Right. Yeah. Um, and I also have some umbrella lights as well. But um, Ooh. I find that the ring light, dependent on where you put it, you said you don't like put it direct. A lot of people will put it directly around the lens of the camera. Right. And I find it like burns your eyes off mm, <laughs> if yeah. you're looking directly you're looking down directly into it, yeah. a ring light. So I, that's why I've actually moved away from it because I'm like convinced it's contributing to my my yeah. eyesight deterioration and oh just God, looking listen. directly into a light. But it, yeah. it, you know, it sounds like a good idea to have it slightly off and like... Mm. Not not direct, not staring right down the barrel of a light, I think, is is slightly better. But then again, that's just my opinion. And maybe other people prefer it because it does really light you from the front and mm. um, like like natural light kind of. Mm. And I mean, there, Bob, there are a lot of different things you can buy for uh, lighting. I, I mean, I've mentioned a ring light. There's another one thing that I saw called a loom cube. I think it's about 70 or 80 euro. And that's yeah. a smaller thing. And you can you can kind of put that on the back of your laptop if you want to give yourself you know a reasonable amount of um uh, illumination and you can adjust the temperature as well so it can be a slightly colder bluer light or slightly yeah. warmer uh, uh more yellow light if you like what what other kind of things can you use for for lighting is it that kind of thing 
Uh, yeah, well, well, that can be a, quite a harsh little light, actually, because mm. it's quite a small little light source. So it will be fine, maybe a bit of a distance from you. Um, mm, but mm. generally, uh, as Claire is right, you know, we're using lights at, off at an angle. Like I'm, I'm, I'm just for the convenience of this, I'm using a, a, an LED panel. Right. Uh, you can see it reflecting in my glasses here, just straight uh -huh. in front of me. Um, but ideally, you'd, you'd probably have two of them, one off to either side, kind of roughly 45 degree angle. Mm. And then, you know, if you're doing kind of like you're a big uh, vlogger like Claire, you, you know, you'd have like your logo in the back and you can light it. And, and if you have mm. a consistent light, you can you, you're kind of shaping the scene with light. Mm. And, uh, you know, you often see a lot of vloggers with kind of like maybe, you know, the, those uh, gas filled light tubes in the background with their logo and it, it creates uh, yeah, neon lights are a big yeah, thing yeah, yeah, yeah in the background mm. neon that's the word i was looking for. <laughs> light <laughs> tubes i love it <laughs> 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 um but yeah look they're, they're, um but but generally yes you know it's not particularly pleasant with a light belted straight directly at you yeah. off to one side and actually actually the light in you is very nice adrian that natural well light. So there's, I think, and you would be the expert here, but the, I think the reason for that, and again, apologies to our audio listeners, I think the reason is that, first of all, it's a kind of a, it's a bright but a greyish day outside. Mm. And so the light coming in through the window, the window is about four feet away from me. So I'm getting light coming sort of uh, horizontally in at yeah. me from that window. Light, soft light. Yeah. And also, I have to say, and this will make me sound like a shill for Canon, but it's the same for any... The lens is really good. I mean, I yeah. mean, this lens. I have it down to its or its full uh, open aperture f two eight. It's a good lens anyway, and there's no doubt that you know slightly more expensive lenses. You you don't absolutely need them, but they will give you that extra uh, little bit. Yeah. You of, you uh, match all good looks though as well. <laughs> yeah. Thanks very much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I do but think like, the daylight is great though, especially for people who are kind of starting out and like. It's the easiest. Sometimes the easiest is like mm. the one you want to go for, but I can see how it, it might, like if it was a mad sunny day, it would be yeah. just like, you wouldn't be able to sit there. With the yeah. It's consistent. If the problem is yeah. when it's one of those days where it's in and out, that sun is mm. in and then it's yeah. gone. And, and it, you know, if it's very bright, you can deal with it. If it's overcast, you can deal with it. And that's yeah. the problem. Yeah. With, with, with natural light. But I guess the key thing here as well, when just, to finish off on, on the lighting is it needn't cost you a fortune. Like these things that we've been talking about, these uh, lights, I mean, you get them as cheap, 20, 30, 40 euro. You might spend a hundred quid, maybe. Um, yeah. the, Absolutely. Stuff, the stuff, Claire, that you were talking about, um, you can get like LED strips, can't you? It's 30 or 40 quid to yeah. in the back to, to, to light something up. Yeah. And I've used fairy lights in the past to like drape in the back just to give that extra little bit of mm -hmm. light and kind of just prettiness or just like depth mm. or whatever. So there's lots of cheap alternatives that you can use. Definitely. And like mm. there's websites, obviously there's, you know, all the Irish shops and there's Amazon. Then there's things like Wish, you know, if you have that little bit more time to wait. Oh, my God. Wish. I'm sorry. I don't know about you guys, but any ads I see for Wish, I don't know what Wish thinks I'm into or <laughs> what kind of activities <laughs> I know I'm doing online. Right, yeah. Because the stuff that I see advertised to me on Wish, I mean, the I, I didn't realize there was that kind of exotic underwear. I mean, I genuinely didn't, you know? Um, yeah. So I don't know what they think I'm into. I do see some tech stuff there as well and some, and some camera stuff, but uh, I've never actually tried to. Have either of you ever bought anything off Wish? 
Yeah, but I actually built a TikTok studio for a video using Wish only. And actually oh. this, I suppose we're going to move on to sound in a second, but mm. this arm I have here is from Wish, this microphone arm for the okay. visual viewers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's so. a good cue, if you excuse the pun, um, <laughs> to, to move on to audio. So what do you have? Uh, what are you using there, Claire? What do you what do so you have? So this is a Morant uh, okay. microphone. It's MPM 1000U, if that means anything to anyone. Okay. Um, and basically... I have tried lots of different microphones with the computer um, mm. and I bought this arm here that you can see on Wish. So it just clamps to my desk and you can then tighten all the different bits and you can kind of move it around and you put your mic on it. Now, the mic that I bought on Wish um, wasn't this one. Mm. And I, I think the mic was about, uh, maybe I think the whole set was like 40 euros or something. And the mic wasn't great. So what I did was, I went onto Amazon and got this mic. I think this mic was about a hundred euros or, you know, between 80 or a hundred. Um, okay. Yeah. And so it's like probably not the cheapest one, but it's one of the cheaper, really good ones. So Marantz mm -hmm. is, a, it, I, as far as I know, is a really good brand. I was looking at a number of other ones. There's like the Blue Yeti is very popular for YouTubers. It's a USB plug and play. And that's what I wanted. Sorry, just to be clear, was a USB one. I have lots of um, XLR ones that plug directly mm -hmm. into other things. Um, but for the computer, I just, I find it just easiest to have USB. So yeah, I went well, with for Marantz, USB, USB, you can just plug it right into the, the laptop. Yeah, and you don't computer. have to worry about sound yeah. card or any of that and um, mm. so i just went with usb and so and yeah so i'm really happy with it now i must say well it sounds great it sounds nice. it sounds really good um uh bob you you sell mics and stuff don't you yeah yeah um like at the moment i'm using a wireless lapel mic mm. that's why you kind of don't see anything on me um I, again stolen from my wife because she she uses that for yoga classes but yeah, like the, the the likes of the mic that Claire has there, and that kind of look with that arm is is big with vloggers because it's it, you know it's a mm. visual cue. It's it's kind of part of the 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 optics of it, as it were. Yeah, it kind of denotes yeah. a professional, or I, I know what I'm doing, sort of. Well, it's kind of the radio station kind of mm. disc jockey type of look, and and that type yeah. of mic, like a um, uh, you know, gives a nice rounded tone to the to the voice. So that's yeah. why yeah. I use that type of mic in radio station. And I've found as well that what I personally do is when I'm recording podcasts, I actually drop a bass effect on this mic and it then what? it actually sounds. How do you do that? Uh, in Premiere Pro, I just pull over oh. and I turn it up to like five or something like that, maybe wow. sometimes 10, but and then it actually sounds like I recorded it in a studio. Gosh. <laughs> yeah. do you know, that reminds me, um, I remember the, the late great Tony Fenton, um, rest his soul, he used to have a bit of a trick. If you ever met him outside the studio, um, you know, he'd be, hi, how are you doing? How's it going? You go into the studio and he had this thing. He had two mics. You'd sit in the guest chair and you'd have this kind of ordinary, maybe sort of small, thin mic. He'd have this giant, enormous kind of mic and the show would go off at top of the end. And he'd go, hi, how's it going? Hey, Adrian. You know, and he'd have this whole, he'd have the whole thing set to make him sound like, uh, you know, one of the voiceover. Yeah, like one of the, the movie voiceover artists and you'd be left looking like, the young fella, you know, but, um, it was, it was a good, it was a good effect. So I'm not sure if that's exactly what you're talking about, Claire, but, uh, uh, something similar to something give, similar, yourself, yeah. give yourself an extra. He would have been doing it of, live from a, yeah, from a, a soundboard. Mm, he would yeah. have been able to turn that stuff up. Actually, while we're on the aesthetics of timbre and voice, uh, voice aesthetic, I find that drinking a thing of hot liquid 
uh, about two or three minutes before you go on air gives you an extra little bit of bass. Interesting. Does that sound? My mother used to swear that she used to do a lot of radio as well. And she swears that drinking an ice cold can of Coke cures you from clearing your throat. That you you will not have to clear your throat. I must if you try drink that. A nice cold can of coke. That I got caught with that badly um, uh, a week ago. I was doing a thing on RTE. I went into studio for it. It was the business actually uh, on on Saturday morning, and two thirds of my interview was <coughs> like that. <laughs> and I, I mean, just who wants to hear that? You know. Yeah, that's true. But um, so yeah, it's a Blue Yeti USB. That I think that costs around 150 quid. Am I right there? Yeah, it's it depend, dependent on the model you get. The, the most okay. recent one can cost that. Yeah, but they do have cheaper models as well. Like mm. they have the Snowball and stuff like that. So the, you can, it, I think it ranges between 100 and 150. Um, but yeah, those are like really well, you, know, you mm. can see those in a lot of commentary videos, a lot of live streams, mm. people be using those. And But as Bob said as well, this arm thing is a very popular one to mm. go for, for um, live streaming. Now I do have other microphones for videos and stuff, but I don't know if you want to talk about those because they're probably not really that useful for zoom calls. Do you mean you're talking about for recording something, if you're setting something up? Yeah. So just because Bob mentioned lapel mics, I also have the Rode video mic go, uh, sorry, the road road go, I think they're called. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Uh, So it's basically like these kind of little square dealies um, okay. and you clip this square one to your top or you can mm-hmm. feed a lapel mic into it um and then you put you plug the other one onto your camera um and so yeah i think they are absolutely brilliant i absolutely love huh. this is one of my best investments ever and it works with i recently got um a canon uh, g7x mark three so it has a microphone input so now i can put a mic into my vlogging camera and my static camera um and so I, they're brilliant. I Perfect. really, really love it's that. Very yeah. important. I'd say sound is probably more important than visual. Um, and it, it actually takes such a long time to learn that as well. But yeah, I think if um, sometimes if your visual isn't hundred percent, but people can at least hear what you're saying, you get mm. away with it. Yeah. Of course, it's always nice to look good. <laughs> so <that's> oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think we we all look fantastic, so I don't think we have to worry about that. Um, uh, Bob, is there is there anything you have to look out for? I mean, I mentioned there the Blue Yeti. Claire's mentioned a couple of other mm-hmm. mics. Um, sometimes you might go online, you'll see, oh, here's a USB mic. Just you know, plug it in. I mean, do you, is it? Do you get what you pay for? <laughs> Yeah, um, you do. I mean, quite often, like, uh, obviously, it's the soup du jour at the moment with, with the questions I'm getting asked in the shop. But yeah. um, really, I, what I tend to do is, is I find out what exactly the person wants to do, because quite often you get people and they've just got a plethora of equipment that they've bought mm. because someone told them to, without actually it being applicable to what they want to do or achieve. Mm. Well, and so I asked, well, do you have a camera already? Because quite often I have a Canon EOS that they can use and they don't even realize. Mm. And um, so I recommend um, uh, people to to really think about what they want to achieve, the type of look they want to achieve. Like, so, for example, in Claire's situation there, you know, she may want to have that look of the, the mic in front of her and the arm and so forth. And um, mm. so, you know, are you going to use a lapel mic? Otherwise, you know, quite often they're buying things like that and they're not going to use them. Mm. So, um, yeah, just to look at 
perhaps what you already have. And then there's certain things you can get away with cheaper stuff. Uh, other things don't like. So, you know, as Claire's example of the Wish microphone, it wasn't particularly great. But, you know, it's, you get what you pay for at the end of the end of the day. Like we'd, we'd have like the road equivalent of the Yeti, the, the NT a USB mini, which is about 119 Mm-hmm. I have wireless mic kits with 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 lav uh, mics included for about 150. Uh, so mm-hmm. they're great where someone wants. We also have like I have actually there's a there's an alternative to the Camlinka from Atomus for 98 euro. Uh, right. The same thing. If you want to just plug your your existing camera in, yeah. Yeah, I'm actually using it on this particular camera because it was just a simpler solution. Mm. for for us here because we can then just bring the sound and the vision through the the that unit whereas with the canon software or whatever it's just a visual you then have to get your mic input into the computer separately yeah one thing i do notice you're you're synchronized about 98 percent, as far as i can tell but you're there's a tiny lag between what i can see you saying and what i can hear just a tiny lag all right Now, that is a problem with the way that I set up my system because, as I said, I've got the Canon camera in front of me. That's uh, that's what you're seeing. What you would hear, you might see a slight delay in uh, in my speech. Certainly, yeah. that sometimes is an issue. Now, that sometimes can be a problem, though, isn't it? Like if For this podcast, it's not a problem because we'll sync it up afterwards. But if you're going live, you're on a Zoom call, or if you're doing a, a broadcast link, for example, that can actually be a bit of an issue. Yeah, well, 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 Zoom isn't isn't a broadcast software per se. It's 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 you know it was never that wasn't its intended um, yeah. um, requirement really initially. So you know it's it's kind of lost in the streaming and all that type of stuff. Like for example, if you see uh, like say an RT cameraman outside or a camera person outside of uh, the door, be careful, careful. I, exactly, I corrected myself. Yeah. Uh, uh, or sorry, uh, outside um, reporter, and um, you know the the link that the the equipment they use to then transmit that back to it's a it's a much better quality mm. system. It's it's designed mm. for that purpose. So, so the yeah. reason you have that little lag, it's 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 down to really zoom, and it's not a fault. It's just it's, mm. it's designed for meetings where it it's not of critical importance. Did you know, by the way, the um, the big tech tech guy the cto of zoom is irish no i didn't no he's from he's from he's from terenure i I had him on the podcast about a year ago harry god it's gonna kill me now i can't remember his last name he's actually an older guy he's a veteran and uh, he just happened to join the company about eight months before the pandemic started (laughs) and then he's the cto of the world's hottest uh video conferencing um, company. Um, one thing I haven't mentioned is one thing I do personally use myself quite a bit are wireless Bluetooth buds, AirPods, or or <laughs> whatever it is. I have to say that overall they work fine because at the very least you are closer to the uh, to the microphone than you will be on your laptops, um, your laptop's microphone, for for example. Yeah. So I would use them uh, more so really for. Rep- yeah, for, for meetings, maybe where I'm on Zoom that I'm not recording mm. um, or 
I would actually use them for making TikToks a lot. So the thing is to put them in the ear and cover it with the hair. Right. And because it's a better mic than your phone, if your phone is like yep. out at mm-hmm. your arm's distance. So there's a there's a little trick for you. <laughs> and like TikTok obviously is a phone first platform, yes. if you like. But are there any more studied or careful platform video formats I hope that makes sense that where you would use your phone, for example, as a camera, as a primary camera, rather than, you know, your, your G7X Mark III, your, your, your Canon. I mean, can you use a phone? Well, you definitely can. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. And I would have started off using, well, I actually started off using the camera on my laptop and I used Uh. to like put it all over the house to try and angle it like a camera. Um, But yeah, I've used my phone in the past. I do think that TikTok is really the true like phone first platform Mm. because every other platform does allow you to post from computer and Mm. from, you know, an edited piece of content. However, Reels, I suppose, is the only other thing that I would think of that now you can't upload to Reels from desktop. Um, You can always download the stuff to your phone and then put it up. But obviously, that's really annoying. Mm. Um, So Reels is really trying to copy the TikTok phone first approach. Um, But yeah, there's lots of like TikTok offers lots of features that are only available on phone. And they also offer, which I do find kind of annoying, actually, they offer different features depending on the type of phone you have. Um, so like there's a big trend at the minute, for example, for Siri uh, speech to text. So mm-hmm. instead of because t- everybody captions their videos on TikTok and then so people get Siri to read out the captions and then it's, it becomes part of the video. And um, yeah. you actually can't do that if you're on iPhone in Europe and you can't do that on Android anywhere. Um, that's interesting. So isn't that's, it? That's, yeah. So that's a bit frustrating. I'm guessing that's a GDPR thing in terms of Siri in Europe. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure why it hasn't been, whether it's just like it hasn't been released here yet, whether they're going to bring it in at all. Um, There's also a captioning feature. So Instagram have released threads, which is supposed to be um, like it's a direct messaging service. It's basically taking your inbox out of Instagram to try and make it your primary inbox the way Facebook Messenger would have been a couple of years ago for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Um, And they offer a a function where if you upload a video, it will live caption it with text so you don't have to spend your time typing out your caption and then timing it with the video. Um, but again, it doesn't work in Europe. And I, I, maybe it is a GDPR thing. That would actually make sense. I never even thought of that. I just presumed yeah, it had not yet rolled out here because we tend to funny, be the second um, people to get things. Where we do compared to the Americans. Compared but the America. uh, Helen Dixon, the data protection commissioner here, kind of a little known fact that she will have like regular meetings with companies like Facebook, maybe not so much Apple, Google as well, in terms of upcoming big product releases, literally for them to find out whether it's okay for them to launch it in Europe or whether any of the services are going to fall foul. You probably remember last year, they had a big dating service, a Facebook dating. Oh, and basically briefly, they, yeah. they tried to launch it. And uh, Helen Dixon said, nope, you're not launching it. And so <laughs> yeah. they had to they had to abandon it. Now they did, they came back and they crossed their T's and dotted their I's and, and, and launched it later on. But that's a regular, I think. There was another yeah. one, quite a controversial one, actually, that I reported on a few weeks ago where um, she stopped uh, Facebook from introducing a system which would automatically alert carers or authority if somebody was showing consistent signs of self-harm or suicidal ideation. So it wasn't just that it would show them a notice, it would actually contact, it would be almost like a sort of a, a mini intervention. And they've done it in the States and they couldn't do it in Europe because um, the Data Protection Commission here wow. said, look, 
that's an interesting idea. It's a worthy idea, but we're just not 100% sure whether it completely uh, it tallies with the privacy law uh, that we have here. I know, yeah, often, one, I, it's not as serious as that one, but one I noticed recently was that you now can no longer see messaging related insights on Instagram. So if you're an Instagram creator, you actually can't see where people are sharing your content. So because the only way to share an Instagram, like a, a feed mm. video, is for people to share it to their story and you can no longer see that. I think that's really interesting. Won't but. somebody think of the influencers? <laughs> that's what I want to know. <laughs> but By yeah, way, sorry to derail the conversation. Speaking of influencers, this, is, this is the last aside <laughs> I'll make. Do you see about influencers? You see this whole thing with the uh, the hotels and the quarantining and the uh the you you could you book you can book it now. You, you know, you come back into Ireland, you can book at the Crown Plaza in Santry or whatever the other hotels are, there's actually a discount code box for <laughs> for people like influencers to do your sort of, you know, from your quarantine. Um, That's quite funny. So uh, <laughs> next time you're, you're flying out and coming back into Ireland, Claire. <laughs> yeah, next um, time. <laughs> so uh, I think we've covered pretty much everything. Bob, we've covered everything, haven't we? I think uh, I, what I wanted to get across in this podcast was had a decent idea of Okay, because you're sitting there with your <clears throat> crappy HP or Dell laptop, sorry, HP and Dell, um, <laughs> with their really crap webcam. And by the way, there's an entirely other podcast on why most laptops still come with crap webcams, not often not even full HD, like 720p yeah. rubbish. Um, but you're sitting there with that and you just don't look great. You're orange, you're fuzzy, and you want to know how you can improve your game. It, you know, professionally, semi-professionally, socially. I think we've gone through some of the elements there. So we've yeah. gone through some of the webcam options, gone through some of the uh, camera uh, plug-in options. We've gone through some of the lighting options and some of the audio uh, options, even how to mount your your gear on, you know, stands and boxes and books. Yeah, there's there's other things as well, depending on what you're doing. Um, you know, like a discussion like this, it's it's just a token head, so it's pretty simple. But But for other people, there may be, you know, products that they're trying to show people or explain and mm. um, company called black magic called an a10 mini oh yeah there's various versions of it depending on what you want to do with it but you can take up to four cameras um, and you can quickly cut from one to the other so uh, for example in this uh, zoom um discussion i if i was hooked up by that i could literally hit a button and would cut to another camera like you're watching tv so that can mm. be useful for people who are, you know, even vloggers who are, you know, interested in like my kid, one of my kids, I remember was watching this vlogger on uh, making Lego. Mm. And, uh, you know, it was, it was always um, cutting from, from, from the person to the, to what they were doing. Yeah. So yeah, the, the, there's all sorts of solutions, but you know, that's, that's a good, that's, yeah, that's a good professional tip, actually. Yeah. yeah, but it's kind of where that's where we come in is if someone has an idea and they're not sure technically how to do it, give us a call. We can go through mm. the options and 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 uh, discuss what what suits their needs. And mm -hmm. sometimes people are surprised with how little they need. Um, you know, and quite often they're 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 trying to over engineer actually mm. what what they need to do. I tell you, for the the mo the slickest sort of audio visual, you, unsurprisingly, I've seen in the last year since the pandemic started is Apple. So we used to go to these big Apple conferences, you know, the new iPhone, new iPad, new whatever. And obviously can't do that. Uh, so they've replaced it with audio visual with a, 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 
a pre-prepared presentation, but theirs is so slick. And even the live demos that they do, it's so slick the way they do it. They're, they're using some of the same uh, methods that you're talking about, going from camera yeah. to camera, but the way they do it is just... It's like just... watching TV, a TV show. Mm. It's the same yeah. principles. They're using the same, same type of gear. Mm. Mm. And it's so, so fluid. Some of the biggest uh, vloggers, the tech vloggers that I follow, people like Marquez Brownlee, people like that, they kind of have a little bit of that going on as well. They'll, they'll, you know, camera left, camera right, then they'll do their little artificials or zoom in, then pull out for a little dramatic effect. Um, but that's kind of next level stuff. That's but, Yeah, but, you, but people would be surprised at how little you can do it for. They see something like that and think, mm. God, I could never do that. But if you tell mm. them, like, you could do a three camera setup, um, you know, for three, you know, for two grand, mm. you know, with, with wireless mics and stuff like that, um, I suppose if you were investing, if you were a business and you were investing in, you know, the next 12 to 24 months, you might consider it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it just depends on your need. It, yeah. You know, it, it, it's just the point is that everyone has a different use case. And, mm. um, you know, there's a solution out there. But um, mm. you, you, you need to speak to someone in the now as it were and just tease out what, you, what you're looking for. Yeah, I would definitely say just do your research because as you mentioned before, Adrian, sometimes you get what you pay for and I've definitely mm. learned on the fly where I was like, oh, this is cheap and then I've bought it mm. and like, oh, now I have to pay again because it didn't do what I wanted it to do. So yeah, mm. do the research and and invest where you have to invest and then happy days. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and quite often sometimes what, what I do for people is, uh, is I kind of make them think a little bit more about the future because sometimes they buy gear that is just for now and i go well have you have you any interest in doing this because if you buy that you're going to have to change the gear again so mm. sometimes you just need to kind of have a, a bit of a roadmap and a, a, if possible and plan as to perhaps what what you can do or sometimes it's a case of enlightening people as to what they can do and they're going god i never realized that mm. and if you buy the right kit from the get-go you can save yourself money because yep. you're not you know, the, as I say, the, I, the, the amount of times I see people with just buckets of gear and mm. they realize you can see the penny drop and oh, I just bought that thing there. And actually, I, that's no use to me now because I wanted to do this. And it has to be no honest, use. Bob, like, you know, let the, let the first person who's never done that resent that. I'm totally <laughs> guilty of that. Totally 100%. guilty of that. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievably guilty of that. And you know what? Don't even really regret it because I just look at the, the thing is there and go, oh, I love the look of that. Um, you look at the pile of it. I look at the pile of it. Yeah, that's my pile. You know, that's the statement of who I am. That's my 2021 version of my sort of bookshelf or my CD rack. You know, it's my my tech gear that I bought that's completely obsolete now, but I don't care because it represents me. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, listen, thank you very much to uh, to both of you, Claire Cullen and Bob Kahn. Uh, I hope uh, whoever has been listening or watching uh, this has gotten a little bit more insight into how to set themselves up. So, from me, Adrian Weiper, tech editor of the Irish and Sunday Independent. That's all we have time for this week. And I'll talk to you same time next week. Bye-bye.